Investment Show is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. Annex Wealth Management is a proud member of the Barron's Top Advisor List and the Financial Times Top 300. Know the difference. And now, The Investment Show. And good morning and welcome. This is The Investment Show from Annex Wealth Management, News Talk 1130 WISN. My name is Danny Clayton. I'm just sitting in for Paul Cronforce. That's what I do. But uh, Mark Becker, Director of Wealth Management Services, joins us. Good morning. Good morning, Danny. It's good good holiday. holiday here. Good holiday. Absolutely. Nice. Yes. Dan Phillips, Director of Client Learning and Development, a CFP and a CDFA at Annex Wealth Management. How about you? I'm doing great, Danny. Thanks. Good. Good to see you guys. Good to have you here. We've got an action-packed show. We're going to look back on some of our best segments from 2020 some really good stuff uh, a look at 30 and 40 somethings because we have annex ignite and how would you explain annex ignite to to the listening audience you know it's the opportunity to engage and get initial financial planning directional guidance but not feel like you have to come in and sit down in the principal's office because we deliver it all virtually you know screen share technology so that wherever you are in your family life which is busy in your career um, you can engage with the financial planner to help you make sure you're doing the right things initially in my 30s and 40s i was doing the right stuff as far as being involved with you know company 401k's and things like that but i didn't have guidance and when i finally did get guidance it was kind of opposite of everything that we talk about where meaning i was not dealing with a fiduciary oh, and right, so right, right. i just i wish things could have been so much more clear and so much more easier by that and that's what annex ignite is all about well it is and you know if you think back on you know your starting point danny you know, there's little bitty course corrections that make a big difference. And over time, Deanne, those things snowball. So maybe when you were younger, somebody didn't really sit down and talk to you about, hey, this is why you get started right now in the 401k and take advantage of the company match. And you might have missed it for, I don't know, five years before you did start. You might have. And, you know, that's funny because this is hitting home right now. I mean, I have a 17-year-old. You know, Mark, your kids are, are in college and beyond, but they're young still. And at this time of year, Christmas, we think about giving gifts. And there's nothing like giving shared wisdom, right? And some of the things that come to mind is, you know, with the, the younger people just getting started in their career, they might think they want that expensive car or the big house or the nice watch, you know, but they really don't. <laughs> what they really want is respect, right, from their peers and, and admiration. And that does not come with buying things. Humility goes a long way with that. So instead, doing the right thing and putting that money aside, and then sometimes we'll flip and we'll think, well, wait, I have to have X amount of money and then I'll, I'll have made it, right? And that's actually not true either. But what is important is for people just to begin saving so that when you get to that pre-retirement light at the end of the tunnel is like, you know, flashing way up there in the distance, but it's there. That's when you get the plan in place. You've done the right behavior. You've been saving. Behavior. I like that because it's about action items. You know, when you're in your 30s and someone starts talking to you about building your retirement nest egg, you're sort of thinking, man, that's so far off. I don't have to worry about that right now. But if they 
start to explain it to you in terms of the steps to take now, it becomes very tangible. So you set a target around how much of your income you can defer into the retirement savings vehicle if you're fortunate enough to have a 401k, if you have a company match. Where are you from a tax perspective? Should you be doing that now, Roth versus traditional? These are decisions that need to be made, right? And the impact of those decisions is something that, you know, when you're younger and the family is young and the careers, you know, getting rolling and busy and that kind of thing, you don't really think those things through. And that's what Annex Ignite is all about. Well, all of a sudden, you, you, you get out of college and you're saddled, probably most of them, with a lot of student debt. And then all of a sudden you're renting. And then maybe you buy a house and it's like, listen, I can't even think about it. It's sort of what you talked about. Mm-hmm. You get into your 30s and 40s and, hey, throw a kid or two in there and it gets even more complex. <laughs> right. right. So that's all about adjusting to circumstances. And if nothing else, 2020 has taught us that we need to be a little nimble and adjust to circumstances. And that ability, and it really does come with feeling that you're on track and doing the right behavior. It's really more powerful than we think because goals should be about more than money. Well, for sure. Yeah. You know, security is a big one. I mean, right. Financial security. So just move beyond, you know, personal security. Right. But think about and this is one of the things, you know, every now and then we've got a client who will bring in one of their children that's just graduated from college and got their first job. And they sit down and we kind of go through that first initial game plan. And we talk about it in terms of building financial security, working towards long term security and plans. Right. And foregoing some of just the short term, you know, I don't know, pleasure that you get from the initial purchase and things like that. Yeah, the endorphin hit from you yeah, know, pushing those things cool. off, but structuring right. it and again setting those targets. Hey, we need to build an emergency fund. That's security. We need to be prepared so that when something unexpected comes up, it doesn't short circuit the long term plans just to cover the short term need. We can't wait until the student loans are all paid off. We have to go down. We have to go down parallel paths of paying down student debt, but also starting to build financial resources. We got to be prepared in case something happens and you know the job goes away. Right, that's part of life. Sometimes it happens. So making sure that short-term setbacks, you know, don't take a bad situation and make it tremendously worse. All of those are the things that have to be thought about initially. That's a gift. You're right, Deanne. So around this time of year, we think about gifts. The gift of sitting down and sharing those things. Don't be afraid with your family members just to ask the questions, right? You know, of course, you don't want to overreach, but if it's parent to child and the kids are early just ask them the questions hey how are you doing are you taking advantage of the opportunities have you looked at you know your company's 401k what are you doing for life insurance is that in place you know have you taken care of those kinds of things Ask the questions and they'll engage you. Well, and if it's coming from the parents, sometimes they're not going to hear that. But if it comes from a fee-only fiduciary like Annex Wealth Management, like you said, when they bring mm-hmm. their kids in, maybe it's a little better. My son, my youngest son, has a house, and I don't know what his mortgage rate is, but I know he could do better. And I've asked him about four times, have you even looked into refinancing? So finally, like two weeks ago, I sent him an article. I said, this is the last time I'm going to bug you about this because it's just it's a dad thing. Yeah. But again, getting a, maybe a neutral voice. Definitely, some of the annex wealth management, a fee only fiduciary. Sometimes maybe the light will come on with the kid. Oh, you're right. You know, people. You know, well, we were the same, Danny, when we were younger. Things that our parents were telling us, right, was one thing. But if it was somebody else, maybe the the, the athletic coach, right. So you're paying attention to the coach, but at home, parents don't know anything. <laughs> but there's a point. There's a crossover point. It usually is kind of coming out of college, where all of a sudden parents do become smart again. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. And Danny, to your point, there's such a thing as smart debt as well. But you have to know what the debt is that you're 
you're carrying first. So part of it is just being aware of all those pieces out there. You know, um, a lot of times people ask us, should I pay off that mortgage or should I not later on? That depends. If you're carrying a really low rate and the market's doing what it's been doing, guess what? You might be better not paying it off. This is where planning comes in. That's what Annex Ignite is for, especially for those 30 and 40-somethings. And we sat down with Brandon Arps, and we had a quick conversation about that. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management? Our clients range from the greatest generation all the way to millennials. But each plan is unique because each client is unique, and we understand that. In this segment, we're going to concentrate on 30 and 40-somethings. To do that, we have a 30-something. Brandon Arps, Annex Ignite, right? Hey, Danny, yep. Yeah, welcome back. Business Insider published an article that about three things that 30 and 40-somethings tend to forget when planning for retirement. And let's talk about it. The first point they make is that 30 and 40-somethings need to contribute to more than just their 401ks. Right, yeah. You know, the fact of the matter is diversification isn't only achieved in an investment portfolio. You want to have diversified money out there. That means bank accounts. That means non-retirement assets and non-retirement assets that you can actually put into the market. There's a common misconception out there that investing is only for 401ks. It's only for IRAs. Well, that's wrong. A lot of the folks that we help here, we help with individual accounts or joint accounts or trust accounts. Those are accounts that are above and beyond, you know, maybe that emergency savings that they have stashed at the bank that they're looking for more growth in, but they're still able to access those funds when they need them. I was guilty of that. I mean, in my 30s, I didn't know except to pile stuff into my 401k. I didn't know that there were other avenues. Exactly. And, and you know, a lot of folks out there, they, they're still, in my age group, they're still building the emergency savings fund and that that's perfectly fine. But once you get to the point where you're starting to have a little bit too much come in, that's when we want to talk about what are your next goals? Of course, we have retirement down the line, but do we need to replace a vehicle in five years? Do we want to put a new roof on the house? We want to move. That's a big one these days. So having the financial flexibility to access funds that are growing with the market penalty-free ahead of retirement is very important. How about the little secret weapon that's actually not so secret, but the HSA, the Healthcare Savings Account, that thing is the bomb, isn't it? It is. Yeah, that's actually what I consider the number one tax shelter that exists today. Funds go in tax-free, they grow tax-free, and so long as you use them on qualified medical expenses, it's tax-free on the way out. Above and beyond that, in some cases, you can invest a portion of that account so you can see significant growth if you're talking about a time span of 20, 30 years. And the fact of the matter, Danny, everyone's going to have health care expenses in the future. Oh, believe it. You get a couple of kids in, you know, and all of a sudden they're playing hockey or lacrosse <laughs> or something or dance or anything. One broken leg, oh, yeah. that HSA is going to come in pretty handy. Oh, yeah. We were talking about the things that 30 and 40-somethings will miss or might miss when planning for retirement. And we were talking about this tax implications for contributions. That's a big thing. It is. Benjamin Franklin said the only certainties in life are death and taxes. So with retirement contributions, it's important to remember that Uncle Sam is going to get his piece of the pie at one point or the other, right? So it's important to plan when and how much he can get. You know, many folks I work with have pre-tax, have their Roth assets, which will allow them to effectively manipulate their tax bracket in the future. If the income need for $100,000 and you've only got pre-tax assets in retirement, you have to pull $100,000 out of that account and your effective income for that year is $100,000. Now, if you go in with a couple different taxable buckets, 
Roth IRA pre-tax account, you can effectively manipulate the amount of taxes that you'll pay. If you take 50 out of one, 50 out of the other, well now you've just reduced your taxable income for that year in half. You mentioned Roths and that is something that I would think that the Annex Ignite team would alert our clients to and guide them to that if it works. Yeah, absolutely. And that's actually the second best tax shelter that exists out there in my opinion today. Having the Roth IRA tax-free growth, tax-free on the way out, no required minimum distributions, it's even an account that we talk to people that are a little bit further down the uh, the timeline about Roth conversions because it is just such a, a very unique account to have. Things that 30 and 40-somethings might miss when retirement planning. The next is something I can confirm. Your goals and values are going to change over time. And Brandon, you can say, okay, boomer, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, you know, when it comes to retirement planning, it's a simple fact is life does change, it evolves, and, and it does that over time. Another certainty is that everything will change. We're kind of existing in our little bubble right here today, and many folks aren't thinking about what it's gonna look like in 10, 15, or 20 years. So priorities evolve, healthcare changes, interests, values, marriages, all of those things tend to change, and, and it's important to stay in front of and have some financial flexibility with you know the decisions that will ultimately come in, in the next few years. Brandon, we are always ready to be a strong fee-only fiduciary partner when it comes to investment and retirement planning, and Annex Ignite is a solid choice for somebody who wants to put things in the right order with efficiency. That's right. Yeah, so we, we built Annex Ignite specifically for folks that are in the accumulation stage of their, their life saves. So basically, you know, just starting out at a job, or maybe they've been there growing a family, you know, folks that are basically in the 30, 40 years, year range who are accumulating and they're beginning to get to a point where their complexity of their financial plan is getting a little bit out of whack or maybe over their head or maybe they just haven't realized. Gets to the next level, exactly. right? Get a pro in. It's it's next level financial planning is, is what it is. And what we do here on the Ignite team is we want to identify what goals are important to you now and what kind of gaps that might exist within your current financial plan so that we can put you on a path to financial success and financial um, independence in the future considering all of the goals that you have in mind. I love when I see clients come in and they've got a couple children in tow. That means that they're doing something that's fantastic. Brandon Arps, Wealth Manager with Annex at Night. Thanks for your time today. You're welcome. You know the difference with Annex Wealth Management? The pandemic has changed the way we work. For the last six months, maybe forever, unemployment was low. Companies were really learning how important good benefits programs were, and then the bottom dropped out. And we talked about that often with Tom Parks, Director of Retirement Plan Services, Annex Wealth Management, right, Tom? That's right, absolutely. Well, welcome back, by the way. And guess what? That has not changed. A Glassdoor survey revealed four out of five employees would prefer new or additional benefits over a pay rise. Are you surprised? I am not surprised by that. couple of things, I think just generally speaking, people understand the value of benefits today more than they did not long ago. But I also have a different take on it. I was thinking about this. The fact that we have gone so much to a more cashless society that people don't hold money in their hands as much as they used to, I think might have something to do with that. Where, you know, like you use money to buy stuff and I think people just kind of see that, well, why don't you just give me this stuff instead of giving me the money and then making me go get the stuff myself. So I don't know. That's kind of my take on it. Like it it never happened. Right. 
you dig a little deeper across age groups, 89% of those between 18 and 34 were most adamant about benefits over paychecks. And I think this is something that employers need to pay attention to because this is the group of people you're looking for when you're looking to hire people. So articulating that, being aware of it, and then finding the right benefits, all very important ingredients. I know you heard the stories about companies with cereal bars and ping pong tables and all-day dog visits. and Some of those places where employees really wanted was to feel like they were being invested in. Right. There are lots of different things from, I've talked to payroll, HCM providers, the engagement aspect of it. Then you look at different benefits, whether it's the health benefits, people talk about that, and then HSAs, are you really providing the kind of education that you need to do that? 401k, are you helping people understand? A lot of times, providing the benefit, you could have a killer benefit. I liken it to a tool shed. If you put all these really cool tools in the shed and then you put a lock on the shed and you don't let anybody in there, what's the point? So it's a combination of getting the right stuff and then communicating it properly. You know, a lot of employees want their companies to do the right thing, but they want them to do it externally and also internally. And being engaged tends to make people want to stay longer. And we know that company presidents, CFOs, HR professionals listening right now, they want that kind of quality employee. Absolutely. I think here is where... You can leverage technology to your advantage to keep people engaged, but you also, double-edged sword, got to be careful not to lean entirely on technology um, because then it loses the interpersonal connection there. So I think people wanting to work for a purpose is a big thing. You hear about that from millennials. I think that across the spectrum is is true. So that engagement piece is going to be a delicate balance as well. You know, the other thing is retaining employees, and I saw a study that showed 92% of employees at small to mid-sized companies ranked workplace and saving retirement plans as an important factor in remaining with their employer. Yeah, that is actually surprising to me. So when, you know, you have a competitive labor market, that's the sort of thing that people should be aware of because I think a lot of times employers look at their retirement benefit as just a cost, and it's not just a cost. You know, there's more to it than just those numbers. It's an investment, really. It is. It is. There's no question. 75% of new hires at a company offering a 401k say a retirement plan provides a compelling reason to stay. Again, more of the engagement thing. Yeah, and I think here, too, just as employees are starting to grasp the value of benefits a little more than they used to, you know, versus cash, I think companies are starting to come around and understand what you were just talking about. These retirement plans, these other benefits, they are an investment and they are not just a cost. You can put the the cost of a 401k match, for example, on a spreadsheet and point to it, but what are you getting for that? Obviously, it's a good thing to do, but there are benefits that you get that are not as easily spreadsheetable, but are still there, you know? Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management. You need the right plan. Everybody can have a plan, but it needs to be well run. Those 401ks, if there's eligibility, there's low-cost options, there's matches, there's contributions. I mean, all that matters. you got to set it up right in the first place or fix it if it's not quite right. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Businesses grow. You should have your benefits adapt along with the growth of your business and the changing of your business. So, you know, when you look at eligibility, immediate eligibility is becoming more popular. If you have a high turnover situation, maybe that's not the best way to go. But eligibility, entry date, all that stuff, they're little tweaks. That's the thing I love about 401k plans. There are all these little cool little ways you can tweak things to get them where you want to be. So 
having someone who can help you figure those things out is something you want to do for sure. You know, there's a lot of open jobs out there. I would think that there's we're going to see a return to bigger demand for employees. you got to have your game right, and that's something we can help companies do. Absolutely, we can, and we do all the time. I think providing perspective, there's more to wealth management than just what's happening, you know, what's the rate of return on my large cap growth funds. Tom Parks, Director, Retirement Plan Services, Annex Wealth Management. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you for having me. News Talk 1130, WISN. This is the investment show from Annex Wealth Management, the website AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Locations, we got a bunch. Elm Grove, Lake Country, Mequon. We're in Appleton. We're downtown Milwaukee, inside the Fister. We're in Madison. We're in Naples, Florida, and we're in Libertyville. My name is Danny Clayton. Joining us on the show today, Deanne Phillips, Director of Client Learning and Development, a CFP and a CDFA at Annex Wealth Management, and Mark Beck, Director of Wealth Management Services. Thanks, Danny. You know, Tom Park's talking about all the services that we are able to help uh, employers with, you know, and that's a big area, of course. And, you know, Deanne, some of those things um, have particular timelines, but pivot that conversation to closing up the year mm-hmm. here. We're wrapping up 2020 and, and inevitably there are a few people left looking at the calendar and saying, hey, I didn't do something yet. Do I still have time? And we'll field those questions. So let's talk about a few of those items. Right. So the, the big one is Roth conversions, right? So those have to be done by year end, not contributions. Roth contributions can be done by tax time. So April 15th would be the deadline for a contribution. But a conversion (laughs) where you're actually taking from your IRA, you're paying the tax on it, and then you're putting the money into your Roth and funding that Roth, that needs to be done by year end. How long does that take? Well, so it depends on the custodian or the keeper of the money, right? So today's 26, 30. You're really pushing on some deadlines there. It's pretty darn tight, right? Now, one of the deadlines... uh, that is variable depending upon what plan you're in would be 529 plan so college planning um in was the state of wisconsin one of the largest uh, college planning is edvest uh, run by the state actually the deadline in wisconsin is tax time it's not year end but other states including our surrounding states might have a deadline of december 31st so that's something depending upon the plan you want to contribute to that you're going to want to look at remember if you contribute to the plan where you are domiciled so the state you live in there very well could be a tax a state income tax benefit a credit for you for funding a 529 or a college um, program that is state affiliated uh, by the deadline so you want to get that deadline in Danny, real quick on that exact point. You mentioned before, you know, starting when you were younger and not getting fiduciary advice. This right here that Deanne was just talking about with 529 plans is one of those spots that's like uh, a personal pet peeve. When we get the opportunity to sit down with a new client and I start looking at all the things that they've been doing and it's clear that they've been working with somebody who works on commission and they're using a 529 plan from some other state because it pays them a commission. Mm. So they've been contributing to this 529 plan. It's outside the state of Wisconsin. They're paying a commission on that and they're not getting the tax benefit that comes from contributing to Wisconsin's 529. It's like a Double whammy. Uh, guess what? Our 529 was not from the state of Wisconsin. Oh, there you guess go, what? Right? Thank yeah. you. Yep, and you know who you example. are. Yeah, yeah. Right. and you know, unless it's really super funded, uh, usually they're self-directed is kind of the way to go. I don't know if you necessarily want to pay a broker to manage right. a 529 plan. It's fairly simple, especially in the state of Wisconsin. But you do need to look at that. And remember, one of the things I get asked a lot is if someone has kids or grandkids out of state, do they have to use that? state plan. No, you use the one where you live in order to get the state credit. That being said, you can use any plan. 
It's just if you're doing it for tax planning purposes, it wants to be the plan where you live. You know, and years ago, there were reasons to go to different states because some, you know, when, when 529s were in their infancy, yeah. they were very dramatically different they as were. far as investment choices and as far as cost structure. So you looked around and you tried to find the best one. Well, you know, all these years later that 529s have been in existence, almost everybody's good at it now. Right. In Wisconsin, Yedvest was one of those that used to be low quality, high cost. I guess I'll summarize that. It's not that way at all anymore. It's low cost. It's high mm-hmm. quality. You can set it into some of these age-based programs, which will help you stay on, you know, in the guardrails, basically. And then, of course, you get the Wisconsin income tax deduction for making the contributions if it's in Wisconsin. And, and this is all part of what we would do for somebody's financial plan. Somebody comes in and they've got kids and they want to do this. We would say we recommend X, Y, and Z. Absolutely. Nice. And, you know, I, I was just asked this yesterday. If somebody wants to surprise their whole family with fully funded the tuition part of the grandkids future college which is just such a wonderful gift of education uh, and we do have workshops coming up in 2021 on just that but there's also some planning involved with that because if this is a grandparent funded plan you have to be careful if that parent is going to file a FAFSA or the federal aid form there are better and worse ways to actually pass through that money to the grandchild this is where planning does become important absolutely my wife has a master's degree in FAFSA. She did. She was the FAFSA girl. And it would just, as soon as some, which one of you said FAFSA, yeah. my skin crawled because yeah. it was like, oh. I know. Um, but again, that's what we can do and that's how we can help. And it's funny, I just, I guess I can't kick myself too much, Mark, for, for what happened, you know, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. but it just could be better. If you're listening and you do not have a plan, do not have a financial advisor and a family fiduciary, it just makes so much sense. And it's about so much more than just managing the investment. Investment portfolio. So often, those you know, big wirehouses, big brokerage firms, you know, they try to tell you they're going to be a fiduciary and do all this planning, but they fall short of executing in all of these different areas. And every little spot that we talk about are all these little things that we're constantly, as a team, coming together around our clients, looking for ways to incrementally improve the scenario. And you're right, extrapolate that out over 20 years from your starting point to now. Yep, all of that makes a little bit diff- a little bit of a difference along the way, and you find yourself in a much better position. And planning has changed dramatically. I've been in this industry now 20, this will be my 24th year. And when I started as a financial planner... When you must have been like 10. We, yeah, thank you. You're so sweet. And we uh, actually did it, what we called by the book. I mean, we would print out these huge, like, four-inch thick, you know, pieces and hand it to people and say, if anything changes, let us know. It was so inefficient, right? And now uh, the software is so amazing and we can do these what-if scenarios. So people want to know, well, what if I wanted to retire a little earlier? What if I saved a little more? How would that impact my future goals? And with a push of a button, we can show that. And that's really cool. It's funny that you say 24 years. You actually should round up to about 30 because 2020 <laughs> was a heck of a year. It was, <laughs> it was not yeah. a year. And Mark, you look back to March and what professional fee-only fiduciary management did, it looked like the bottom was dropping out in March. It did. You know know what? And what we did for our clients was peace of mind, guide them through. Again, AnnexWealth.com, click that Get Started button. 
Absolutely. You know, what we did there, Danny, over and over, right? Go back and take a look at the plan. Are you still in a good position? Check the risk level of the portfolio. Here's what we're going to have to endure to get through this. Then make sure investments are in the right position. And all of this we can do with you if you're considering a relationship with a wealth management firm. Why Annex? Well, four-time member of the Financial Times Top 300. We're on the list for the Top 100 Wealth Managers at RIAChannel.com. Two years in a row now, a top workplace of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. That talks more about the culture within but the culture within Annex Wealth Management is important. We're a proud partner of the University of Wisconsin, and we think the most important thing is we are a fee-only fiduciary. Our website is AnnexWealth.com. When you visit it, and you can do it on Saturday, December 26th, just click that Get Started button. This is the Investment Show from Annex Wealth Management on News Talk 1130 WISN. Know the difference? It's Team Tech Trust. Joining me is Brandon Lehman, a CFP and a wealth manager at Annex Wealth Management. Hey, Brandon. Hey, Danny. Uh, you work with a wide variety of clients, but some tend to be executives and business owners, and they can have specialized needs. So let's talk about four key discussion points and what our Annex Executive Program can do for these individuals. And the first off is stock options and the need for a strategy. Stock options are a fairly common component in high-level executives executive compensation. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah. A lot of individuals you encounter that work in the executive space are given the opportunity to buy stock through a stock option plan. And one of the things we've ran into a lot over our time working with these individuals is they never develop a true strategy for it. They tend to maybe wait till expiration and just kind of okay, then we should exercise. And there's a lot more to it. So we like to sit down and maybe develop a strategy that's based on more than just what the stock is, but the volatility maybe of that firm. We look at their tax plan, but most importantly, we look at their financial plan. How does all of this impact them and their future goals? Because sometimes it makes more sense to do it earlier than anticipated. Sometimes it does make more sense to do it right at the end, but every individual is different and every situation is different. So we really need to spend time getting to know that situation and do what's best for them. Because again, everyone is completely different. Great stock option is lower than the actual price of the stock, right? That's the deal. So the goal is when they they give you it, you want to have an increase in the value of that stock. So, you know, they give it to you at 10 and now it's up to 20. That's a great opportunity for you. Now there's tax implications and you can't get away from that, but we can work through that and we can plan for it. And that's the key is you have to have a plan. Annex Executive provides guidance for net unrealized appreciation. And this is important, you told me, because it could be a unique one-time planning opportunity. That sounds complex. Net unrealized appreciation, or NUA as we call it in the industry, is a great opportunity for an individual who owns a lot of their company stock inside a 401k. And people don't really think about that. It's not offered all the time, but at some firms, that is an opportunity. You can buy your firm stock inside your 401k. Now, what the IRS allows is you can move that outside of your 401k and take advantage of the tax situation there and move that to a bucket where you can realize it at long-term capital gains. And why is this important? Because when you retire, you hit that valley. All of a sudden, the income's down, the taxes are down, and we want to create a situation where we can start maybe doing Roth conversions, and this plays into it. The other key aspect of getting it out of the 401k and moving it into maybe a joint account is now at 72, you have reduced what you need to take out for RMDs or required minimum distributions. And again, that can be a pain point for a lot of individuals depending on the size of that stock position. So, But it depends on the situation. That is key. 
Brandon Lehman is a CFP and a wealth manager at Annex Wealth Management, joining us to talk about our Annex Executive Program and how it can help business owners and executives. Let's talk about tax preparation. We're not talking just about getting the returns done on April 15th. This is year-round stuff. Yeah, when you think about taxes, you think about compliance, reactive planning. Sometimes individuals, especially small business owners, executives, doctors, high income earners need to understand that the tax picture and planning is a year round process. There's a lot of different components that come in and that's why here at Annex and our tax team, we build out the individual tax plan all year long. We look at multiple things, not just last year's tax return, but we look at your pay stubs. We look at, again, when we talk about executives and compensation planning, we look at what type of income do you have this year from bonuses to those different types of situations, and we build that out. So all year long, you understand what next April potentially could look like. It's not going to be perfect, but it's going to give you a direction and give us the opportunity to plan and proactively plan around your unique tax situation. The Annex Executive Program can certainly help when there are questions about deferred comp, deferred compensation. Well, deferred compensation, it's a great benefit for individuals, but understanding how it can work is very important. You think about how deferred compensation is set up and really nobody understands it, but what the company is doing is they are passing the risk on to you. That's why they can offer such a benefit. So we like to sit down with each individual and say, does this make sense for you now? Can you utilize it? But the other aspect of this is understanding the tax laws in the state of Wisconsin. If you don't set it up properly, and even if you leave Wisconsin, they are still going to tax you in the future on those deferred compensation payments made to you. Business executives, business owners, put the Annex executive team to work to handle your unique financial planning needs. Brandon heads the effort at Annex, ready to roll up his sleeves for you. Brandon Lehman, CFP and a wealth manager at Annex Wealth Management, part of our Annex executive program. Brandon, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Danny. News Talk 1130, WISN. This is the investment show from Annex Wealth Management. My name is Danny Clayton. Deanne Phillips, Director of Client Learning and Development, a CFP and a CDFA at Annex Wealth Management is here, along with Mark Beck, Director of Wealth Management Services. Good stuff with Annex Executive Program. If you have questions on something like that, if you want the, well, they have unique needs. I mean, they just do. Complexity, you know, is I think the the adjective that I would use for that. Uh, you know, there's a lot of action going on there in terms of tax planning, compensation planning. You know, and, and Brandon did a really nice job going through all of that. And probably something that I think, Deanna, is very, very similar is for business owners. And for whatever the reason, 2020 was a year where a lot of our clients who are business owners had a lot of things going on including a number of instances you know where businesses were being sold this year and when that happens it opens up the door for all kinds of additional planning maybe in 2020 the year of sale um, one thing that really comes to mind is a donor advised fund as an example right absolutely I mean this is one of the reason why we have three attorneys now on staff one that specializes in tax business succession and estate planning because they're all really um, important when it comes to the planning of a turning over of a business. A lot of times the way things are structured isn't just a sale in one year, for example. A lot of people structure it out over time, so there's tax complexities that go with that. It takes a team of CPAs who also understand the law to really uh, put the best advice forward on that. Yeah, it certainly does, and you know, brings up all kinds of opportunities, and that's where we're really kind of having fun is when we get to dig a little deeper and engage and help somebody through those things, and you really see the impact. You know, you see, you know, for example, we had one this year, and um, generosity 
opportunity, you know, kicks in when, when there's a business sale that leads to, you know, a substantial wealth enhancement uh, incident. And, uh, you know, they, they put a substantial amount of money into a donor advised fund. And w- the reason you do that in the year of the business sale is because then you get the tax deduction all in that year for that. And so you can, you know, dramatically reduce your taxes. You kind of get the maximum benefit from being charitable as opposed to kind of spreading that out over say a 10-year period or something like that. And so you see these things come together and then come to fruition on behalf of that person setting those donor advised funds up and and it just feels really good to have two wins there, right? Reduction in taxes and, and see some really great things happening. And these it, are it, go ahead. These are all works in progress, which is why it takes time to come up with a plan for succession. It's something that you want to begin if you're listening, and that might be you in a year or two. Think about that and think about the different moving parts. Think about your living legacy, not just what you leave behind. Certainly, again, that goes down back to estate planning. You know, I think one other thing, Danny, that 2020 has taught us this year is to have your powers of attorney, healthcare and financial, in place, especially with uh, COVID running crazy. You know, we're seeing that that New York State is simplifying their healthcare power of attorneys. I think, you know, kids going off to college to that point, once you hit the age of majority, if you don't have that and something happens to you, the medical people might not go right back to the parents. Oh, the absolute tragedy. Dan, there were people that were just whisked away, put into hospitals, and could not communicate with anybody. Right. And the, you, to have the plan uh-huh. in place is so important. I just want to compliment you on, we were just talking about the charitable giving. You put a great webinar on win-win charitable giving. It yeah. was just fantastic. And, and Mark mm-hmm. Beck, it was really impressive the way uh, the staff at Annex Wealth Management pivoted to the virtual. We used to have these, these conference rooms just full of people and giving them great presentations and then we couldn't so then we went into the virtual thing and i think it was effective it was it was probably we love the human contact mm-hmm. so it probably was we didn't like it as much but still we were able to educate people and i think that was key yeah the key really there is to provide the education and you know if we have to pivot it to do it virtual and frankly for some of those topics that we are able to cover you know virtual is a great way to deliver that and not you know take a lot of someone's time where you got to drive to the office things like that yep we had some great webinars what the us election means for investors the one that dave mm. spano and derek felsky did fantastic really really good stuff but if you've got questions on the webinars that we've done in the past or if you've got a question on anything with financial planning, that's what the Ask Annex button is for on our website. And you can go there, you can click that, and get your question answered. You don't have to be a client for that. It's just a it's a portal into our very, very smart team, and we can help. And again, the website, AnnexWealth.com. This weekend would be a great weekend to hit that Get Started button. Start the process of getting going on that free portfolio analysis and the framework for a financial plan. And again, why? Well, Annex Wealth Management, four-time member of the Financial Times Top 300, proud partner of the University of Wisconsin, and the most important thing, a fee-only fiduciary. We're going to be back. Stick around. This is the Investment Show from Annex Wealth Management on News Talk 1130. WISN. Now, the difference is Team Tech Trust. This is a team segment. Should your brother-in-law, Bob, be your executor? Jill Martin, estate planning attorney at Annex, heads our estate planning team. She joins us to talk about this. Hey, Jill. Hey, Danny. How are you? Not bad. So estate planning, as you know, that's what you do. It's my favorite topic. It can be complex. It's got to be done correctly. Absolutely. I mean, I don't think anyone puts together an estate plan with the hope that it breaks up the family. That's usually an unintended consequence, either of bad planning or bad communication. 
what we always want to do is try and avoid that with good planning. If you listen to our shows regularly, you'll hear the word fiduciary. A fiduciary is somebody who operates in the best interest of a client, or in the case of an estate, best interest of the estate and that person's wishes. One of the things that, as I meet with clients, we tend to all focus on, what do I want to have happen with my assets after I pass away? It's very rare that we focus on who is the appropriate person to manage all my stuff. That's often an underthought of part of the estate plan, and it can honestly be the most critical because if you end up with a person in there who doesn't follow your wishes and does what they want to do, guess what? The whole family's going to be upset. There are horror stories out there where some unscrupulous person gets themselves weaved into the family that suddenly takes over control and starts spending money and nobody has nobody knows about it and all of a sudden then the money's gone right right that's right. A, that's a horror story which we don't see as often so i don't want to panic people but it does happen it happens let's go through the roles that we encounter in estate planning we'll just do a brief explanation the first is that poa power of attorney that's pretty simple it's simple but there's two different ones right so there's a financial power of attorney so that's someone who's going to step in and manage your finances when you're no longer able to physically or mentally or you no longer want to. If you just get to a point where you have an age, you're at an age and you're like, I don't want to deal with paying my bills anymore. I want my son to do it. That's a power of attorney. It's important when you're picking those two people, if you have a family member who's an accountant or somebody that's really good with money, that's the person that you may be kind of leaning towards to deal with your finances. If you've got someone in the healthcare field, maybe that's a better person to deal with the medical side. So often I hear the waterfall effect, right? Well, we name the oldest, then the middle child, right. and then the youngest. And that's not really thinking about what are their skill sets and are they going to be capable? I did not know power of attorney, my financial power of attorney ended when my dad passed. That does get a lot of people. And so what happens is you are delegated authority to act on behalf of the person who granted you that power of attorney, basically, right? So typical agency relationship, when that person dies... So does the power they granted. They can't transact after they've died, which means you as a power of attorney can't either. So what I was not was the next step, which is the personal representative or the executor, correct? Correct. And so depending on the state that you're in, it may be called an executor or a personal representative. And what that person is, is that's the person named in someone's will that is going to be tasked with settling their final affairs. And if there is no will, it's still going to be that same role, but it's going to be through a probate proceeding where the court appoints someone who's an interested party to be that person. But then you got to go to the court. You got to go through all that, right? You have to go through that regardless. So if you have a will or not, a will is going to get you into probate. That's one of the big misconceptions we see in estate planning. A will does not avoid probate. And then we have trustee. Right. So a lot of times a trustee is going to be someone who maybe acts parallel or has a similar function and responsibility as that executor to settle your final affairs. So they're going to be the ones that are tasked with figuring out what all your assets are, figuring out what to do with them, paying your final debts and expenses, and then distributing the assets according to the wishes in your estate plan. And that's the biggest piece, right? It's a, it's a big job. It is. It's a big job, but you want someone that's basically going to follow your estate plan and do exactly what you want to have happen and not go rogue and do whatever they want to do with it. And we're kind of bearing the lead, but maybe we don't want brother-in-law Bob in there, right? Right. And, and so that's why picking that person is so critical. And what people don't know a lot of times is, is it doesn't have to be a family member, right? Sometimes we default to family because that's easy, but other times there are independent trustees, attorneys, CPAs, corporate organizations, banks, financial institutions that will serve in that role. 
And that's one of the things, if you're trying to save the family harmony, you may want that independent person who is not going to be biased or subject to kind of pulling on the heartstrings by the woe was me family member. So you got the roles. Let's talk about the process. Does the good estate planning process need everybody in the room so there's a clear understanding? I mean, do you need spouses, children? Um, do you need everybody in? The first step is that they need to be pretty confident with where they're at in their estate plan. So the initial planning stages, that's just the client. So that's just husband and wife, mom doing whatever. That's up to them because it's their wishes that they want to have impacted. So that's the first kind of step with the attorney. Once the documents are done and in place, then it's important to communicate it to the family members and say, this is what I did and why and why I named so-and-so instead of so-and-so to make sure that everyone understands what's going to happen and there's no hurt feelings or unexpected things that are going to arise. So it's not that movie scene where they're reading the will and people are surprised or not surprised? No, it's not. That can happen, but if there's good family communication, we can avoid that. But get out in front of it no matter what. Absolutely get out in front of it. The worst meeting I was ever in when I was serving in that executor role was where the family didn't see any of this coming and all of a sudden mom had a lot of wealth decided she was going to leave 90% of it to charity. Much to the chagrin of all three kids sitting at the table, they looked at that and said, wait a minute, mom was worth $10 million and you're telling me I'm going to get 500000 What happened? Mom didn't communicate. That's the end of it. So it was a surprise to those children. Get out in front of it. Jill Martin, estate planning attorney, Annex Wealth Management. That's what she does. That's what we do for you. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. News Talk 1130 WISN. This is the investment show, Annex Wealth Management. Deanne Phillips no longer with us. She had to scoot, but I'm Danny Clayton, Mark Beck, Director of Wealth Management Services here, almost done with the show. And I guess this would be the time, and we got a lot of traffic today, right? Lots of people are driving, uh, really that we should implore slash encourage slash ask people to really think about 2021 and how they're going to face their financial and retirement plan. Right. Don't, you know, just make sure that you're on a good footing and that you're getting advice and you're getting guidance and it's coming from a fiduciary that you can count on and believe in the advice. Just get started with those kinds of things. Too often people just kind of procrastinate this whole, whole bunch of reasons, right? Maybe I'm just super busy. Career's going great. Kids are having fun, all that kind of stuff. That's the reason that you partner with a wealth management firm. So someone's paying attention while you're out living life and enjoying the things you want to be doing. I don't know if you're the same, but when something that I should be doing is not getting done, and it sits in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. I had to clean my workbench last weekend, and it's been bugging me for six months. Finally did it, and now I go down and I look at the workbench just because it's so awesome. We want you to have that same kind of feeling, especially going into 2021, where things are going to rebuild. Your portfolio does need changes. You know, ap- absolutely. You know, opportunities exist, whether it's in the investment world, it's your personal financial plan. You know, things are going to be better in the future, and make sure you're positioned to take advantage. Mark Beck, Director of Wealth Management Services. Hey, if i got to work on a weekend, I'm glad I'm hanging out with you, man. Uh, thanks, Danny. It's been Same good working with you in 2020. And folks, can we work with you in 2021? You can start today. Head to AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Have a great one. We'll see you in a week. This is the Investment Show from Annex Wealth Management, News Talk 1130 WISN.